Hello everybody, welcome to me moving to Canada.com MM2C. This is me, Ben. I was born in Philippines. I'm a Filipino and I worked in Singapore for five years, leaving my family behind in Philippines. And then we decided to immigrate to Canada and became a Canadian citizen. This is my podcast. Hello everybody, welcome again to another episode of me moving to Canada.com or MM2C. And this is me, Ben. Hello guys, listening from Australia, United Kingdom, United Arab Emirates, and United States of America. Hello guys, and all over the world. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you guys for um, following my podcast. And I know that you're listening right now. <laughs> of course, if you're listening. Yeah, so because I have analytics, guys, and I can see how many people are inside and we, uh, where, uh, which country are, are you listening from. Okay, so our topic for today, guys, is really interesting because it's about why do some immigrants go house poor, end up with three jobs? Yeah, because, you know, when immigrants pass pass the permanent residence application, they will have a visa. And once they have a visa, they land in Canada and they're bringing along their show money and their skills and also their families. And what they do is we do is stay with our friends or relatives, whatever um, lifeline that we have. If we don't have relatives, we have to contact them and stay in other place. Okay. And we find jobs and have a stable life. That is our goal, right? And sometimes immigrants land in minimum wages and um, some sometimes they go on their um, their own field of expertise. And what we are talking about now is those middle classes that end up with just enough for for the family. And sometimes we end up like $20 per hour. And that is good. That is good um, income. And if, for example, we have 2200 take-home pay, and that will be uh, about uh, 4400 for both partners. Or it can be 5000 for bo- both partners if they really have a good uh, salary, right? That is a take-home. And then they rent an apartment and they or a condo or house basements and the rent now guys in Toronto is 2400 to 2600 okay for that is two bedrooms only take note then after having a house and they're stable and you know they find friends and relatives they have you know they are going like normal and then they end up buying cars okay so buying cars after some some guys uh, they are buying 30,000 worth of a car an SUV um it can be more than that and they end up uh paying insurance $200 to $350 or probably more if they're both both uh both partners or husband and wife are working they have their own cars and they pay 200 to 300 each that is big right so they they also uh pay for the petrol um the maintenance of the car but maintenance depends on the repair job it's gonna be less or it's gonna be more than that okay 
and sometimes some people are leasing some people are renting uh leasing and some people are buying uh used cars and that is a good advice that i can give you guys just buy the used cars first and you can buy about probably you can buy two thousand dollars of used car and of course you have to uh bring it to the maintenance for for them to check whatever uh repairs that are needed right and then people start to once they are stable they have car loans and they hear uh stories about their friends and relatives that have houses guys this is this is interesting the 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 relatives will tell them hey why are you not buying houses oh uh, but why are you not buying your house your own house why are you not buying condos of your own and you see what what we have right now we are we have houses now okay that's a good idea and some some immigrants are are uh, are taking that advice and now in in toronto we have around 500 to 800,000 for the price of a house and around 350 to 550 a uh, price of a condo okay and also if you get that house if you buy that house you will be mortgage uh, your mortgage will be 4,000 and that will be for the three bedrooms and it's it's uh, 800,000 homes for example 800,000 worth of house and mortgage sometimes it will go up to uh the least conservative that we can give is the 2000 uh, or less least conservative mortgage price that we can find is at 2300 a month and then that is two bedrooms blah uh, but that is uh you have to pay for the maintenance of 500 a month okay so that's 2800 that's how the price of the house here but that's not um enough guys because we have to pay for the for the electricity the water and what that's what we call the hydro and it's cost 100 100 a month and it depends on usage some may pay $50 some may pay 100 or 150 it depends on the usage and of course if you have a house you need to buy furnitures and home decors and other expenses right you have to buy um air conditioning something like that and then you have to buy an age uh, you have to pay for the agent's fee and other closing fees and also you will be blinded with small down payment and the the some of the immigrants are blinded because they have to pay a small amount of down payment and they can own own a house and that is diff, uh uh dangerous because you have to know how much you can pay or you will be paying once you get the house and be careful you need to see whatever uh, you need to research on the other expenses okay and when when we meet other people other immigrants that has their homes their own homes they're they're smiling and they are they said that house is an investment and for houses an investment guys the question is 
it's just an unre- unrealized capital gain, right? It You haven't got the gain yet. It's in the piece of paper that your house already had, had, um, um, in, uh, what I call it, had already, let's say, expe- now it's, it's, uh, the, the mortgage, uh, sorry, the, the price of the house went up. So, you can see that they said that it's you have a capital gains on that and then how about this pandemic right how about how can you get the money from your house if you have a capital gains and then how can you get the money from your house on during this pandemic okay and that mean is that mean that you have to loan the equity right can they sell their homes immediately right that's a question will someone visit your home to buy it nowadays like this quarantine period right you need to have time to to sell that in order for you to get the capital gain the realized capital gain so you have to sell the house first before you get the capital gain this is that's an investment but if you sell the house where will you live and if you want to live in that area that will be the same price as your house right so you have to go outside of your province of the province or the city that you are in you have to go away from the city just to get the cheaper homes okay we have friends doing that the they go to other places and they live there and it's cheaper but you have to be away from your job away from your friends and you have to downsize because or you you have to find another job there okay and then they say well we don't pay our rent anymore it will go to our equity right but of course it will go to your equity but you're paying paycheck to paycheck and you end up two to three jobs right i will if i have a house now i will end up um, doing two to three jobs and I, I don't like that and you, you see after that once they buy a house they complain guys it, it's it's not um, it's not bad to buy a house if you don't complain and of course if you have money right why not but we're talking about middle classes here or or below that they can't afford but they it's because of the small down payment and because of the peer pressure they buy houses and what happens they will complain that child tax benefit is not enough and government benefit is not enough i have no time for my husband or wife and kids and well it's been three years now we have no time to go for vacation in Philippines. We have no money for that. And if I if we have money, we have to use our card. And our car is, you know, this SUV, beautiful SUV. Is, um, we have to pay a lot of money every month for this. My insurance is high. And we have no money saved. And that for for this time of pandemics we have a lot of jobs cut so a lot of jobless people are are here in now in ontario and you see if you have no job what happens 
by the way, it's not only Ontario, but it's all over Canada. And some of my friends in Alberta, they there are people that are losing their jobs. And of course, there's a benefit benefit from the government that we, we call it EI, that is Employment Insurance Benefit, okay? But it's only sixty six percent of your annual uh, of your monthly income, sixty six percent, okay? For example, if you have a two thousand two hundred dollars take home, and that will be fifteen hundred, around fifteen hundred take home because of the EI, and that's not enough to pay your house, of course. Right? And of course, you have to, to buy your groceries to pay for your car. And your car is not, it's just parked outside because of the pandemic. You can't go out. Right? And you can't go to f- for a vacation. You know? That's what happens. And, and how about the two to three jobs that you have? And how, how can you have the two to three uh if you lost one of that job that will be devastating financially right so the solution guys do not buy a house if you're not ready for the mortgage and other expenses you have to research and research okay that's what you need and pay more than 20 percent of the down payment of the house and that you will you will uh get we, uh, you have no insurance for the house like the CMHI um that's the Canadian mortgage housing insurance so you don't get that okay and then rent and invest the difference if you rent for example you rent like a um two bedrooms if you're just partners guys if you're two par- uh you're two couples don't buy two bedrooms it's not it's not practical because two bedroom guys don't think about if you have parents coming in you can adjust you can adjust but if you have two bedrooms you are in the middle class income or lower just go buy out just go rent an apartment with one bedroom and if you have guests put them in the living room right that's what your status is right accept it be humble okay don't let your relatives come here and then have them sleep in your uh, the other bedroom and you don't have any savings don't and don't complain okay because people are complaining because you know you know they bought two bedroom houses well just rent a one bedroom for a couple or two bedroom for if you have kids and then rent, rent it, and invest the difference. And the rental in in Toronto, if for a two bedroom is two thousand four hundred. Two thousand four hundred for for the two bedroom. And if one bedroom is gonna be about eighteen hundred, okay? It's gonna be cheaper when it's outside Toronto. And you can rent there, of course, it depends on where you're your work is right let's say if you have a 2400 um apartment okay and your goal is to buy a house that is your mortgage will be 4000 right around 4000 so you just what you do is rent a house and the 4000 minus 2200 that's what you can invest in to other to the financial firms 
banks offer this and other financial firms as well. You can talk to your financial advisors about that because you can invest those. So rent a 2,200 house or 2,400 and then um, make it your mindset that you're paying a house. Okay, even if you're renting, you're uh, make it a mindset that you're paying a 4,000. So the difference of 4,000 on 2,400, that is around once a six, uh, 1,600, right? So the 1,600, you invest it somewhere in a DFSA, RRSP, or um, education for your kids. Okay, you can do that. And RRSP, guys, is really good because it will get, give you a tax benefit. You have to talk to your financial advisor for that. Okay, look for a financial advisor around GTA. Okay, and then if you want to buy a house, guys, don't complain and blame others. Don't complain. And uh, if it's what uh, it's, you had decided that and it's your, um, the government did not, um did not mandate to 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 tell you that buy a house they did not force you to do that right and you should be happy owning one and you can buy a house and call it a home because some people they don't see each other because of their home they have to buy they have to work two to three jobs and they won't see each other one one partner or the husband will work at night and the wife will work on um in the morning and then in the saturday sunday they clean houses they they go for other other um um sidelines or part-time jobs and how do you call it a home if you don't see each other you don't see your kids and is is it really worth it buying one right think about it guys um if you're ready well if you have money if i have money i will buy five five houses but if if i'm just in the middle like me you know i'm in the middle class or lower well i have to think about that twice and talk to your friends your relatives and research guys friends and relatives uh, sometimes they are not the experts. They seem to be an expert because they are already uh, five years here, more than six years here. But they are not. They are not advisors. They're, they should be. You should research your own and find someone that is professional enough to talk to you about the expenses of owning a house. And talk to people that owns a house. Ask how much they pay, how much they pay for these expenses and you will have your idea or estimate on how much you really need to own a house so that's what you need you you um you research and in the next episode guys i'm gonna talk to you about how we can find the prices of the rent and also how much pri uh, what is the how can we find prices for the um owning a house if you really have money okay so follow follow my solution guys if if or my suggestion and if you're not if you're really skeptical to my what i'm saying 
well, you go ahead, buy a house, and let us know. Okay? So if you need to know more about Canada or houses um, or questions about this uh, episode, you, you please subscribe to my podcast, guys. And please um, give me one star or five star as what you, you want, depending on, on your um, the feedback on on this podcast so you you can give me five star five star is really good in apple podcast and maybe you can rate me or uh, leave me some reviews so i can um mention you here give you a shout out and uh, yeah and then you can uh, go to the me moving to canada.com slash forums or if you're not yet registered you can go to me moving to canada.com slash register and register there for free and go to the forums, guys, if you have some questions about Canada. Okay, guys, thank you very much. And see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode of me moving to Canada.com MM2C. If you want to see the videos and photos of Canada, go to Facebook.com slash me moving to Canada. And you can send email to benalagnam at yahoo.com. See you. This is Ben. Bye.